today, Jesus. Lord, I pray for our nation again this morning, O oh God. I pray, Lord, for the unrest in our land, O oh God. I pray against this virus, O oh God, that's going across our lands and around the world, Lord. I bind it today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, again today. I pray, Lord, that you touch those, O oh God, this day that has been affected by it, O oh God, in every home, in every life, in every situation, Jesus. I know that you're able, God, and we look unto you, Lord. We put our trust in you, Lord. We stand upon your promises. We stand upon your word again this morning, O God. And I pray, Lord, that you would reach down today, Lord God, and comfort the feeble minds and comfort the feeble hearts this morning, God, that they will not lean to their own understanding, but in all their ways they will acknowledge and put their trust in you, O God, uh, that they would walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleas and being fruitful in every good work and increasing and the knowledge of God. I plead your blood today, Lord, over every household today and this land, O oh God, upon every person, O oh God. I plead your blood, O oh God, again today. We claim wholeness, O oh God. We claim strength. We claim power, O oh God. We claim deliverance, O oh God. We claim it, O oh God, today. We claim help, O oh God, today. In the name of Jesus, I pray. You are worthy, Jesus, to be exalted. And I will continue to magnify your name, O oh God, while I have any being, O oh God. I will open my mouth continually, Lord God, and praise you. Oh, God, for your goodness and your mercy, oh, God. Uh, God, I thank you again today, Lord, that I have another opportunity to open my mouth to thank you, Lord God. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your people. Thank you for your church today. Oh, God, I thank you, Lord God, for a roof over my head, clothes upon my back. I thank you, Lord God, for health and strength. I thank you for eyes to see, ears to hear, a tongue to talk, feet to walk, hands to feel, a nose to smell. I'm thankful, Lord God, again today, Lord, that you have been with me. I am thankful today that I have another opportunity to come into your presence. I am thankful again today, Father, that I have another opportunity to thank you for my family, to thank you for my wife, to thank you for our children and grandchildren, to thank you for my brothers and sisters today. I am so thankful, God, that you've let me see this day. I am so thankful that you pulled me out of darkness uh, and brought me to the marvelous light. Uh, I am thankful, God, that you've given me the revelation of truth, uh, of who you are. I'm thankful that I've been baptized in your name. I'm thankful that I've been filled with your spirit. I am thankful, Lord, uh, that I can teach others your way. I am thankful, Lord God, uh, for your strength and power. I know that all that in heaven and earth is dying, and dying is the kingdom, and you reign over all, God, and you is victory, and you is power, and you is majesty, O oh God, and I'm thankful, Lord, and you is greatness, and to make great, and you, God, is strength for each and every day. I am thankful, Lord God, that I have come to know you. You have revealed yourself to me, and I am so thankful, Lord God, that you have let me understand who you are. I am thankful, Lord God, again today for your word uh, that you have given us, O oh God. Uh, I am so thankful, Lord God, uh, for the people that call you their God. Uh, I am thankful, Lord God, uh, again today that I have a car 
car to drive. Uh, I am thankful today that I have a bed to lay my head. Uh, I am so thankful, God, for this land called America. I am so thankful, Lord God, that you let me be born in a land of the fruit and plentiful. I am so thankful, God. I don't have enough words to give you enough thanks uh, for everything that you do, God. Every story that's written in your word, I am thankful that you have left it for me to learn from, oh God. I am thankful today, Lord, that I can lift my voice and offer thanksgiving and praise. I am thankful that I can lift my hands, oh God, and worship to you. I am thankful that I live in a place where I can worship you and not have to weary, oh God. I am thankful, Lord God, for everything for our military men and women that are providing defense for us. I am thankful for this great nation that you have given us, Lord. I am so thankful, Lord, for brothers and sisters of like precious faith. I am thankful, Lord God, that you was wounded for our transgressions. You were bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace is upon you, and with your stripes we're healed. I am thankful, Lord God, that you spoke the word into existence, this world into existence for us. Oh, God, I am thankful, Lord God, for everything that you have done, you have shown, and you are doing things that are seen and things that are not seen. I am thankful, God, that even when I can't see, I know you're working. Even when I cannot feel, I know you're working, oh God. Even when I don't know, I know you're working, God. You never stop. You never stop working for your people, oh God. You hear every prayer that comes before you. You hear every cry from your children that called to you. And I am thankful, Lord God, that no matter where I go, no matter where I am, I know you are as close as the mention of your name. And I can call to you. And I can reach to you. And I know you will hear me, God, because your word tells me so. God, you love the little children. Yes, Lord God, I'm thankful that you go into the prisons. I am thankful that you go to the hospitals, the nursing homes. I am thankful, Lord God, that in every place, in every household, every situation, you are aware there's nothing that gets by that you are not aware of, O oh God. Your word tells me that you know every hair on my head, O oh God. You tell me that as the lepers cannot change their spots, and the Ethiopian cannot change his skin color, Oh, God, I know that you know everything, oh, God. And I pray, God, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart will be acceptable in thy sight, oh, Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Search me, oh, God, and know my heart. Try me, God, and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked in me and lead me in the paths everlasting. God, your word is true, Lord. The law of the Lord is perfect, converted in the soul. The testimonies of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoice in the heart. The commandments of the Lord are pure and light in the eye. The fear of the Lord is clean and do it forever. And the judgments of the Lord are true and they're righteous 
all together. Oh God, thank you for your word. Thank you for your commandments. Thank you for your judgment. Show me the way, oh God. Teach me the right paths. Lead me in the straight and narrow way. Help me, oh God, to continue on this path. When the enemy, you said, comes in like a flood, you said that the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against them. You said this is as the waters of Noah, as you have promised God, that the waters of Noah should never go over the earth again. Oh God, you've given me promises that you will not have wrath against us nor rebuked us. God, you said that the mountains may depart and the hills may be removed, but your loving kindness will never depart and neither would the peace of your covenant be removed. Oh God, you said, God, and your word that we shall be established in righteousness. And I look to you today to help us be established in righteousness and purity and holiness for your name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil thou art with me. Thy rod, thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me and the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in this house of the Lord forever. God, I thank you. You are my God. You are a precious Father, and I appreciate you, Lord. Heavenly Father, I appreciate you. I love you. I adore you. I bow down before you, Jesus. Oh, God, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. 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 God, if I had a thousand tongues, I could give you enough praise. But God, I look unto you as the author and the finisher of my faith. I look to you, God. You are righteous. You are holy. You are pure. And I'm thankful, Lord, for your goodness. I'm thankful, Lord. I can't stop praising your wonderful name, for you're so good, God. You're a good, good Father. You're a good, good Lord. You're a good, good Savior. Oh, God, I thank you, Jesus, that you hear us when we cry, that you lift us up, God. I was sick and you healed me. Oh, God, I was sinking deep in sin and you lifted me up. You came on time, Lord. And I'm thankful, Lord, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Lord. God, those that are sick in body today, God, have mercy. Have mercy, oh God, upon the fearful today. Have mercy, oh God. Oh, Jesus, those that have been diagnosed with cancer, high blood pressure, heart conditions, liver disease, oh God, fibromyalgia, whatever disease, God, or sickness the doctors has placed on them. God, I know you took a stripe for it. I know you have taken a stripe already for it. I know they can be made whole, God. I know they can be strengthened in you today. Holomoshat. Oh, God, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, 
soul. I am thankful, Lord. You are worthy, Jesus, to be praised. You are worthy, God. You are so worthy. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. My life is in your hands, God. Use it, Jesus, according to your will. Oh, God, you said in your word, oh, God, that though oppression shall come near us, oh, God, you said we will be established, oh, God, in righteousness. Oh, God, you called us forsaken only for a moment, oh, God, but with your loving kindness and tender mercies, you continue to draw us, oh, God. Forgive us of our sins. Forgive us of our unrighteousness. Forgive us for the wrong that that we've done and call good, oh God, forgive, oh God, I pray, Lord, cleanse our land, cleanse it of all unrighteousness, cleanse it of all evil, cleanse it of all violence, cleanse it of all prejudice, cleanse it of all racism, cleanse it, oh God, of those that are divided today. We need you, Jesus. Help us, oh God, in this land. Touch our leaders of our nation, our cities. Oh God, you said they that rule over men must rule just, ruling in the fear of God. Lord, if they're not going to serve you right, move them, oh God. Remove them, oh God. Help us, oh God. Cleanse this land, God. This land is your land. This land is my land, oh God. And I'm thankful that you have given it to us. Oh God, and I'm thankful it don't belong to the devil. It belongs to you, God. You created it for your glory. You created all things for your glory, God. Whatever it takes, God, to root out the evil that's working on behalf of Satan in this land, oh God. Those that are trying to destroy your way, God. We know, God, that you is going to bring them down to their knees of repentance. Oh God, I remove them from this land. I look to you, Jesus. I look to you, Jesus. I am thankful, Lord. I am thankful. You are a good, good Father. You are a good, good Father. You are a good, good Lord. And I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. I love you, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. On Calvary's hill of sorrow, where sins demands were paid. And rays of hope for tomorrow across our paths were laid. I see a crimson stream of blood. It flows from Calvary and his waves which reached the throne of God. 
our sweet bingo for me. For it reaches to the highest mountain and it flows to the lowest valley. Oh, yes, it is the blood that gives me strength from day to day. It will never lose his power. Oh, it reaches to the highest mountain and it flows to the lowest valley oh yes it is the blood that gives me strength from day to day it will never lose his power sweet holy Something happened 
And now I know Jesus touched me and he made me whole. Oh, he touched me. Oh, he touched me. And oh, the joy that floods my soul. Something happened. And now I know he touched me and he made me whole. Our friend we have in Jesus. Our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to care. Everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God and prayer. For Thou art Lord, Thou art Lord. He has risen from the dead, and He is Lord. Every knee shall bow, and every tongue That Jesus Christ is Lord, for He is Lord. Yes, He is Lord. He has risen from the dead. And He is Lord. Every knee shall bow. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, you are Lord. You are everything, Lord, and you're so much more. 
Oh, sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove. Oh, God, I exalt you, Jesus. I exalt you, God. I thank you for your healing. I thank you for your deliverance. I thank you for your strength, your power, your might, your counsel. I thank you, Lord God, for your fear, your righteousness, your holiness, your purity, oh God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for keeping me, oh God, in the straight and narrow path, oh God. Jesus, 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 there's just something about your name. Have you wake up? Oh, I look to you, God. I look to you, Jesus. I look to you, Father. You are the great I am. You are Lord of all. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, Lord, for leading us and guiding us, directing us, holding us. Oh, God, for thou art great and doest wondrous things. Thou art God alone. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and I will walk in thy truth and unite my heart to fear thy name. And I will praise thee, O Lord, my God, with all my heart. And I will glorify thy name forevermore. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, just to be close to you, God, is my desire. Just to be close to you is my desire. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. No matter the storms, no matter the trials, no matter the tests, no matter the circumstances, the problems. Oh, God, I know you're with us. I know your presence. Go before us and lead us and guide us. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your righteousness. Thank you for your truth. Search the hearts of people, God. Search their minds. Search their thoughts. See. Show them thy way, O God. Lead them in way everlasting. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your glorious, glorious name. I worship you, Almighty God. I worship you, O God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, worthy. Worthy. Worthy, God. Worthy, worthy, thou art worthy, thou art worthy, O Father, thou art worthy, thou art worthy, O God, to receive glory, thou art worthy, 
イエスかイエスとイエスイエスチーズイエスチーズスロボソティキアイエスロイエスガー
And the voice I hear falling on my ear, the Son of God discloses, and He walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. He speaks in the sound of his voice, though the night around me befall him and he bids me go through the voice of woe within my heart he's calling and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. He speaks in the sound of his voice. is so sweet. The birds hush their singing and the melody that he gave to me within my heart is ringing. And he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tear. Read there, none other has ever.
Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. What a wonderful Father we serve. Amen. Praise God. You reach down and grab your Bibles today. Three passages of Scripture. Deuteronomy chapter 6. Deuteronomy chapter 6. Verse 1 through verse 9. Then we're going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1 through 7. And then we're going to go to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 1 through 9. Then 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1 through 7. And Ephesians 4, 6. Deuteronomy chapter number 6. Now these are the commandments, the statutes, and the judgments which the Lord your God commanded to teach you, that you might do them in the land whether you go to possess it, that thou mightest fear the Lord thy God to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I command thee, thou and thy son and thy son's sons all the days of thy life. And that thy days may be prolonged. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, and that ye may increase mightily, as the Lord God of our fathers have promised thee, and the land that floweth with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thine soul and with all thy might and these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house when thou walkest by the way when thou liest down and when thou risest up and thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thy hand and they shall be as frontless between thine eyes and thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and on thy gates. First Corinthians chapter number 8. Verse 1 through 7. Now as touching things offered unto idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffed up, but charity edifieth. And if any man think that he knoweth anything, he knoweth nothing yet as he ought to know. But if any man love God, the same is known of him. As concerning, therefore, the eating of those things that are offered in sacrifice unto idols, we know that an idol is nothing in the world, and that there is none other God but one. For though there be that are called gods, whether in heaven or in earth, as there be gods many and lords many, but to us there is but one God, the Father, of whom are all things, and we in him, and one Lord Jesus Christ, by whom are all things, and we by him. How be it, 
There is not in every man that knowledge, for some will conscience with conscience of the idol unto his, this hour eat it as a thing offered unto an idol, and their conscience being weak and defiled. Ephesians chapter number 6 and verse 4. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonish, admonition of the Lord. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And I want to minister for a few minutes today from this thought, the role of a father, the role of a father. Jesus, we thank you again this morning for your presence. We thank you for your wisdom. We thank you for your love, God. And I thank you again this day. Lead us according to your perfect will and way. And we thank you again in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated this morning. Amen. The role of a father. The role of a father can take on many responsibilities, but none like educating one's children in the ways of the Lord and setting a good example for them to emulate. With the continual decline of fatherhood in the world and in some cases in the church, Christian fathers must become knowledgeable of their role according to God's word and act upon it. Just what is the role of a father? Why have we erred and faltered in this thing called fatherhood? Why are there so many children without fathers and role models and mentors for their children? Why do men who help birth children put the responsibility upon others to raise their children? Paul, writing to the church here in the book of Ephesus, says, And you fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and in admonition of the Lord. In other words, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way that you treat them, but rather bring them up with the discipline and the instructions that comes from God's word. Do not yell and scream at your children, but discipline them and instruct them in God's word. Moses, in his reiteration to the children of Israel, says to them, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and you must love him with all your heart and mind and soul and strength. And he began to tell them that they are to talk about this God. They are to teach about this God. You see, what we find in Old Testament Scripture times, most of the instruction was either given to all men or to the fathers for the household and for the right way. Very few instructions was given to the women as the father and the men were responsible to lead according to the right ways of God. And so Moses felt to reiterate the importance of a father to teach his children to bring them up. And this is what Paul is trying to get us to see in the scriptures as well. That there's only one God and it's the falls on the 
the Father's responsibility to teach that that one God is the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You need to teach your children who God is so that they know. If you say that you are a Christian and your children do not know who God is, you are failing in your role as a father. Fatherhood comes with the responsibility to discipline, to instruct, and to teach God's Word and all truth. Solomon writing to the church in Proverbs 29.15 says, The rod of reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself bring his mother to shame. Discipline instructions in the ways of God starts at the earliest age in a home between the ages of one and four years old. You establish authority and you establish control during those early years of a child's life. You must teach them the word of God so that they know life and how to live and how to make right choices and right decisions. Uh, You must teach them how to pray and to have a firm prayer life. uh, And you teach them the reason for that prayer. You must teach them the word of God and the importance of it uh, as well as the importance of the church. Uh, You must teach them who God is, uh, as Paul says, and without controversy, great is the mystery of God. And as God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached to the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received uh, backup in the glory. Everything in a home flows from the knowledge of who Jesus Christ is. Uh, He says, do not make your children angry by yelling and screaming and hollering at them, but discipline them and instruct them in the ways and the word of God. Moses says, teach them when you're in the house, when you're just sitting around doing nothing. He says, teach them. Teach them when they go out and about. Teach them about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the moon up above and thing called love. Teach them before they go to bed. Teach them bedtime stories. Teach them when they get up in the mornings with daily devotions. Write them on your doorpost. Put floor mats that has Scriptures on it. Put scriptures in your bathroom so when they sit on the potty they can see it and learn it. Teach them the word of God. Amen. Paul says, why is this knowledge not in every man? Why don't everybody know there's only one God and who it is? Brother G.T. Hayward says, everybody ought to know who Jesus is. He's the lily of the valley. He's the bright and the morning star. He's the fairest of 10,000 to my soul. He's the beautiful rose of Sharon. He's everything to me. But most in all, he is my soon and coming king. Uh, Paul says, awake to righteousness uh, and sin not for some have not the knowledge of God and I speak that to your shame amen we must have an understanding of who God is and children has to know from the earliest stage and the earliest part of life how to 
live and how to have a life or because there's consequences uh, and there's things they're going to face in life. Uh, and if we as fathers don't teach them at the earliest stage, then it's our responsibility and it's our fault uh, if they falter along the way. The Lord said of Abraham in Genesis 18:17, and the Lord said, shall I not, shall I hide from Abraham that which I do sin that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him for I know him that he will command his children and his household after him and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which have been spoken of him. God says I know Abraham. He will raise his children and teach them the right way of the word of the Lord. Not only his own children, but also the servants that are in his house. God says I know that Abraham will teach them that way. Solomon says train up a child in the way that he shall go and when he's old, he will not depart from it. So what is a father? A father is one who is faithful. He's loving. He's kind. He's considerate of others. He finds joy in his family and in his children. A father is active in his home and in his children's life. He's active in his church. He's active in his community. Amen. A father is a teacher. He's a mentor. He's a trainer of God's word to himself first and foremost and to his family afterwards. A father is a helper. Not only does he help his children and his spouse when they're facing hardships and troubles and rejection, but he helps others and he helps his neighbor. A father is like an elephant. He has big ears so that he can hear the cry of his children, the cry of his spouse, the cry of his brothers, the cry of his sisters. And he has those big ears so that he can listen and understand and help in the time of need. He has to have big and tough skin like an elephant. Sometimes a father has to be scratched to the limits and he cannot break. He's got to be flexible. He's got to be able to spring back to the rightful state. He has to be able to repel the enemy's dart that are hurled and thrown against him and the stones of life in him. Amen. He must have big legs to stand upon and for his children to be able to wrap around and to hold on to. He must have big eyes so that he can see what is going on around him in his home. He's got to have a long trunk so he can smell unrighteousness and 
smell trouble and smell danger that is coming towards his home. A father must be a restorer. He's got to be able to restore a wayward child. He's got to be able to restore a broken heart. He's got to be able to restore and bind up the wounds. He's got to, in some cases, be able to restore a broken marriage. Why does an earthly father has to have these characters in himself? Because he must pattern himself after his heavenly father, God Almighty. Paul says, but to us, there is but one God, the Father, and by him are all things, and we are in him. And one Lord Jesus Christ, by whom are all things, and we are by him. He says, how come this knowledge is not in every one of us? Every one of us must have a knowledge of the role as men, as fathers, of what? We must teach and bring our children up in the right way. David says in Psalms 127, Behold, children are the heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. As the heirs are in the hand of a mighty man, so are the children and the youth. Blesses the man that have his quibble full of them. They should not be ashamed, but they shall speak against the enemy in the gate. You see, the father is has a big, big, big role. Amen. Because our Heavenly Father has already set a big role for us to emulate and to pattern after. Our Heavenly Father, amen, must be respected and looked to because He's already showed us that He's faithful. He's already showed us that He's active in His children's life and in their way of life. He's already showed us that he teaches and truth and trustworthiness. He's already showed us and taught us how to be helpers to our children and to others and our neighbors as well. He's already showed us how to be edifiers to others, to our families and to our loved ones. And he's taught us how to be right to do right, and to live right. So, most of you fathers, don't provoke your children to wrath because your father did not provoke you to wrath. But bring them up and the nurture and the discipline and the instructions according to God's word. This is why Paul says all scripture is given by inspiration of God. And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for corrections, instructions, and righteousness. That the man of God should be perfect, thoroughly furnished to all good works. The duties and responsibilities to train and to build up falls on the shoulders of the fathers. The father has to teach his children what it means to repent. He has to teach them what it means to be baptized. He has to teach them what it means to be filled with the Holy Ghost, to live holy, to and also to have love and truth. Life is all about, amen, the responsibilities 
praise that falls upon the shoulder of the father. When the prodigal son came to himself, he says, this will I do. I will rise and I will go to my father and I will say to my father, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against thee and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. So make me just one of your highest servants. But the scripture says, while he was yet a ways off, the father saw him and the father ran to him and the father had compassion on him and the father said, bring the best robe and put it on my son. Put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and killed the fatted calf. For this, my son was lost and he is found. He was dead and he's alive again. Sometimes in our fatherhood and our role as fathers, our children are going to go wayward. But we must always never forget that our heaven father instructs us to be a restorer to that which is good. Every story that you see that Jesus portrays when it comes to sons and the father in the scripture, it is always in a restoration way. It is to bring it back because he has given us an example of how to restore that which is gone astray and gone away. And so he tells us, Paul does, you fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of Almighty God. David, who wrote most of the scriptures of the Psalms, began to tell us that the word is a lamp unto my feet, and it is a light unto my pathway. I've got to teach to my children the word of God. It's got to be taught to them. Moses says, when you get up, talk about God. When you lay down, teach them the word of God. Don't ever let it depart out of your mouth. You will have great success when you teach them the ways of God. I know that there's many fathers today that may have gone astray. Amen. And you may not love your father, but I've come to tell you your earthly father may not compare or may not even come close to your heavenly father. But you've got a heavenly father who cares, who is faithful, who will be active in your life, who is trustworthy and truthful, will help you, will edify you, will establish you in righteousness and restore you to that which the kinkers has tried to take away. Amen. So that knowledge has got to be in every one of us. Husbands, Paul says, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word that you might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or such things, but that it should be holy and without blemish, so ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself, for no man ever hated his own 
flesh, but nurtures it and cherishes it, even as the Lord, the church. We, we are members of his body and his flesh and his bones. For this call shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall be cleaved, joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife as himself, and the wife see that she reverenced her husband. Big piece of scripture there. Husbands love his wife, love one another. Because you see, when fatherhood comes, a big responsibility to teach, to love, to train in the things and the ways of God. Because you see, except the Lord build the house, Solomon says, they that labor, labor in vain, that builds it. See, so we must follow the Word of God. We must live according to the Word of God. You see, fathers, you have to teach them the earliest age uh, that there are dangers uh, in this world. You must teach and instruct them that every decision that they make have consequences. Uh, You must teach them that a life without Christ is a wasted life. Uh, You must teach them against all fornication work of the flesh. Uh, You must teach them the golden rules uh, that they must do unto others uh, as they would have them do unto you. Uh, You must teach them against racism and intolerance uh, and bigotry and racial discrimination and prejudice. Uh, You must teach them character and ethics uh, and etiquette uh, and how to have good manners. Uh, Fathers, you must teach them uh, to speak things which become sound doctrine. You must teach them how to be sober, to be grave, to be temperate, sound in faith, in charity, and patience. You must teach them how to behave and become holiness, not false accusers, not given to wine or strong drink, but that they themselves must become teachers of good things. You must teach your daughters and your sons how to love their husbands and to love their wives by portraying an example of what Christ in the church looked like. Uh, God loved the church. Uh, so your children must be able to see the same love uh, as well in the household. How to love their children. How to be discreet. How to be chaste. Keepers of home. Good. Obedient to their own husbands and wives so that the word of God does not become blaspheme. Uh, you must teach them that life is more than just trying to make a dollar, obtaining popularity, drug uses, alcohol abuse, sexual activities, immorality, playing sports, uh, and try to become some Hollywood icon. You must teach them that life is all about Jesus Christ and serving Him is the most important thing uh, that they can do. Upon this rock, Jesus says, uh, I will build my church.
church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The father must be firm. He must be solid. His household must be able to rest upon his shoulders. He must be a man of sound faith and trustworthiness. He must be a man of strong character and able to set forth standards that will reflect the true God in his household. These responsibilities fall upon a father. That's not a light duty, but I'm afraid that we have taken on the ways of the world and not the ways of Almighty God. And we wonder why so many homes are without godly fathers and godly men to lead and to raise up our families and our children and the right way. We have erred from the children and the word of Almighty God to teach the ways of God. If a father does not have a word in his heart from God Almighty, he's going to fail in fatherhood. It's a big responsibility in fatherhood. But I'm afraid too many men take it lightly. We're taking on the way or ways of the world. And we wonder why our homes is so, so turned upside down. But God says, Abraham, he says, I'm going to tell Abraham what I'm going to do. He says, because I know he's going to command his house. He's going to teach his house. He's going to teach his children my way. Because Abraham walked by faith. For I know him. God says that he will command his children and his household after him. And he shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment. What a promise. Moses says, fathers, teach him. Talk about it. In your house. Talk about it. You're out in the way. Take your child out there and teach them. Tell them a bedtime story about Jesus. Have devotions in your house when you wake up in the morning. Let it be seen. Let that wife know that you are solid and rooted and grounded in the ways and the things of God. Provoke not your children to anger. Behold, children are the heritage of the Lord and the fruit of the womb is his reward. His arrows are in the hand of a mighty man. 
so are the children of the youth. And blessed is the man that have his quiver full of them. All the children, hundreds. Just think about it. Blessing of the Lord. Praise God. The role of a father. The disciples says, Lord, teach us to pray. As John taught his disciples. And Jesus says, when you pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all that is evil. Isn't it amazing that he tells us to start out by acknowledging our Father? The reverence, the respect, Him, the Almighty Father. Because see, to us there is but one God, the Father. And one Lord Jesus Christ. How all things are made of him. And we are in him. And we are by him. Amen. This day. Praise God. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Father I appreciate you this morning. Lord we truly do appreciate you. God I know that. There are fathers, oh God, and sometimes they feel as though they may not be measuring up, oh God. But I pray, God, that every father under the sound of my voice today would understand, oh God, that they have an opportunity to get it right. That they have the instructions, oh God, that they can get it right. That they would commit themselves, O oh God, and take on the role and responsibilities that you have given to teach our children and teach our families about you and who you are and what you do, God. And to train up our children in the way that they should go so that when they are old, they won't depart from it. God us, O oh Lord, I pray today. We truly appreciate you, Jesus. We love you. We adore you. And we thank you. Heavenly Father, I appreciate you. Heavenly Father, I appreciate she ate you. I love you, adore you. I bow down before you, Heavenly Father. I appreciate you, Heavenly Father. 
I appreciate you. Heavenly Father, I appreciate you. I love you, adore you. I bow down before you. Heavenly Father, I appreciate you. Heavenly Father, what a wonder you are. Heavenly Father, what a wonder you are. I love you, adore you. I bow down before you. Heavenly Father, what a wonder you are. Heavenly Father, I appreciate you. Heavenly Father, I appreciate you. I love you, adore you. I bow down before you. Heavenly Father, I appreciate you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God, I love you. I thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Well, today is Father's Day. Amen. Happy Father's Day on the 21st of June. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. So, I think we got four fathers here. Amen. So, if you full brother would come and six feet across the front, quick, space out. Come on, Matt, Brother Richard, Brother Move, you stand over there. Be sure you get about 100 feet upon each other. At the practice social distancing, stay. <laughs> Amen. I would tell you, I do uh, 